All right, what's going on, y'all? This is Aaron uh, sitting here, my brother and business partner, Kevin Jenkins Jr., bringing you another episode of the Power Leadership Movement podcast. Um, Kevin, can you tell the people once more uh, about what power is all about? Yes. Hey, everyone. Power, positive orders working to engineer effective results. And this week, you know, we want to have a special episode. Um, this is about Father's Day. And, you know, both Aaron and I are husbands and fathers. And, you know, we just want to share, you know, some of our experiences as fathers and, you know, some of the, the challenges, the rewards and the things that we're looking forward to um, being fathers. But also, you know, some teaching moments because, you know, we are, you know, a leadership development you know group. And, you know, our core focus is to make sure that we provide, you know, some stories and provide some guidelines and some principles that can help you build, you know, better relationships, you know, throughout your life. But this week specifically, we're talking about, you know, dads and that relationship with your children. Yeah, I mean, this is um, this is something that we both live, man. I mean, I know we both love to be fathers. We definitely we value the time with our kids. We value that investment. That's something that we had to learn. I think we both had to learn over time how to be not just a good father, but the goal is to be a great father. Right. How to strive to be um, that great father, not only for the kids, but also father um, in terms of being a father and helping with your wife, with your uh, fiance, girlfriend. Like, how do you do that? And so, um, I'm excited about this episode. It's going to be an episode that's near and dear to our hearts. Yeah, yeah. And and children, um, they let you know, um, you know, what you are, who you are. And sometimes you may not, you know, get that satisfaction or that reward until later um, on in life. But that, I think that's the beauty and that's the challenge of it. Um, we're both you and I, um, you know, very competitive you know, and, and very driven um, and have accomplished things individually. And, you know, how, how is that process of stepping back and not applying too much pressure for your children to achieve, you know, too early? You know, it's, it's fatherhood, I think, is a lot about pace. It's important to have a pace. Um, I used to think about, I used to view my, my, experience of the father in terms of giving my kids so much information um preparing them mentally um just in case i died soon like that sounds so morbid but i would try to give them so much information in case i didn't live long right. and i think one of the things as fathers that sometimes we have such a a um a short-term type of view in which just in case I don't make it, I gave you enough. I poured into you enough. Right. And, and that can be overwhelming for children. Heck, that's overwhelming for you because there's no pace. Everything is rushed. Everything yeah. is given. Nothing is consumed. Everything is choked upon. Right. And so one of the things I learned as a, as a father is to have pace, uh, slow things down. Um, things can be learned over time I don't have to be the constant teacher build a community of, of men around my children of fathers of uncles of grandfathers of, of of just positive male influences around my children that can help during times in which I can't give information right. um, God forbid I, I leave this earth um, tomorrow but if I did 
I know that my kids have enough community around them to support them. My pace is slowed down. My my pace really invest more in them, more quality information to them in a given day. Yeah, and that, that's a great point because what happens is, and I think too, um, when you're you're a younger dad, and I I mean I wasn't like a teenage dad, but I was, you know, a, a dad in my early twenties, and. I, my main thing was to try to prove that I could be a great dad. So I did things or, you know, bought things or just tried to be, you know, what that, you know, stereotypical great dad is. Like, I'm there for everything, you know, tie your shoe, wipe your knee, wipe the blood off your knee if you fall, you know, make sure I'm teaching you how to ride a bike, do all these type of things, which is cool. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know let it let it develop and i've learned now you know as i've gotten a little older like yes you're going to be there for that because those situations are going to happen like just just gotta let it develop and let it let your child develop because if you start applying too much pressure and a great example of that is um todd maravich um he was the uh the the quarterback he played for usc and you know his dad basically turned him into a machine he was like the perfect child athlete, but there was no relationship. So he went pro living his dad's dream. Yep. And like me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an athlete. I still consider myself an athlete, even though like I would say most people would consider me a former athlete. I'm still in the current state. But, you know, my daughters that I have, they're both very athletic and they're athletes. Um, and I, I don't want to apply like additional pressure. You know, my oldest... She's 13. And I tell her all the time, like, if you really want to be, you know, great and pursue, you know, the sport that you're playing, which her, her sport of choice right now is, is tennis. She's a great tennis player and she's a, a great dancer. And I'm like, dance, like I can only apply motivational, you know, tips. But tennis, which is a little more something of an athletic sport that I can identify with, like I can help you. But I'm not forcing it. Yeah. No, because I I think that life, I think what happens is that life ends up being the greatest teacher. Like as a father, you can teach. Yeah. But if you but if you sit back, if if you just allow life to present to present the situations in the environment, um, life will teach, man. And and, and I took I took that for granted. I I took my teaching ability. I thought I had to be the number one teacher in the world i'm gonna be number one dad i'm gonna be super mm-hmm. dad yep and it being super dad I, I realized like yo i'm more clark kent than superman mm-hmm. um and you're gonna see that sooner or later but in order to sort of maintain my mental health in order to sort of maintain my pace as a father i gotta slow down i gotta slow down and i have to give you a chance to breathe i need a chance to breathe i have to give life a chance to teach you a lesson I think as fathers, it's beautiful to be a teacher, but also yeah. you have to be a student. Definitely. That's where life kicks in. That's where life will teach you, including teaching your children. That's when your t- your children will teach you um, yeah. who you are as a man, who you are as a father, who you are as a human being. When you have that teacher hat on so much, you get burned out and you lose perspective. But when you fall back a little bit and can see that you were the teacher, you're the student, you are you have sort of dual roles that's when you get invested into which will allow you to move on in your life 
Yeah, yeah. I see that that observing part is, is a, a very key component because what I've been able to do just by observing my daughters is learn more about myself. Yeah. Because they both embody like my personalities and I can relate to them because I'm like, wow, they they have, you know, qualities that I have. So now I understand what they're going through. So I understand, you know, my, my older daughter questions things so much and you can't just tell her, you know, to do this because she's like, well, why would I do this if this could happen? You know, she's already questioning things to the point where she processes. And then, you know, my younger daughter right now, she's at the point where, you know, she's very stubborn. Like you cannot tell her that she can't do something because she, if she feels like doing it, she wants to do it. She's going to push herself to do it. Whether she hurts herself trying to do it or not. And I look at that and I'm like, that was the same way I was, especially when it came to like sports. Like, even if it was hurting me to try to win this game, like I'm, I'm doing it because that's what I'm trying to do. That's my goal that I'm trying to accomplish. So now too, and, and this is kind of taking it to a different level. Like I, I my, my wife and I were expecting a son uh, within the next few weeks. And now, you know, having two daughters is one thing. But now bringing a son into the world, it's really, you know, challenging my perspective on what what I need to do. Like, do I trust my process still or, you know, do I, I push because I know, you know, my son, he's going to have to carry on the empire in, in a similar way, but different from my daughters as, you know, he's the, 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 link, the legacy, um, the link. And with you, you already have a son, Aaron. Like, what, what was your, your mindset like? You know, or, or how do you approach it now with, with preparing your son, you know, for the world and, and to take over, you know, when that time comes? I, with my son, my son has, um, my son is real chill. And so he has some of my chill side. I'm passionate, but he has more of my introverted. He can be at home. He likes to be around his family. Right. That's pretty much it. With my son, I'm learning how to fall back with him. Mm-hmm. And, and helping him find his lane. Like helping him find, like there's some things that we share, but he's not little me. Okay. And that's okay. Yeah. And that's beautiful. And there's some things that, um, that, that I clearly don't have that I admire in him. He has such a heart for people. He has, he's very compassionate. Um, he's very emotional. And so with my son and really with both of my children, I'm learning how to fall back and just and admire what they have and not be so not be as hands on still be a hands on father. Right. But not be a, the type of hands on in which I'm trying to strangle. That's, that's probably a terrible word, but like choke the life out of what they already naturally have. Yeah. Like I don't I don't want to kill the voice. I don't want to kill their passion. I don't want to kill their purpose trying to mold them into something that I want them to be as opposed to allowing life to shape them, yeah. allowing um, um, their experiences to help shape them. I'm always there, but I don't need to always have my hands on them. Yeah. And so I'm learning how, like you said, the process, I'm learning how to trust the process, yeah. have faith in the process, put my faith in and into God, put my faith into my community, put my faith in myself and put my faith into them 
as individuals, as children growing into young adults, that they will walk out the process. And I'm always there to help them along the way, but they will find who they are. Yeah. That they will that they will walk into who they are and I can help them with it. Right. But I'm not gonna force anything. I'm not gonna force too much upon you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, um, you know, just being open minded um with the parenting stage. Like one thing that I don't wanna have is that just do it because I said so type of household. Um because, you know, I want and I actually I enjoy it when my daughters challenge me to think you know um, if they if I say something to them um, and it can be something like you know if they have something on I say especially this is more so with my older daughter but my younger daughter you know she she follows my older daughter so she's going to be you know in that same mode so if they put something on and I'm like hey don't wear that you know put this on it it looks better and they're like but, but dad like I think this looks better like can can I just put this on I'm like, well, well, why do you think that looks better? And it's like, well, look, if you put this and this together, it, it looks better. I'm like, you know what? You're probably right. Yeah. So then I'll, I'll defer to my wife. Like, hey, why don't you, let's see what she say. And then they, she, sometimes she sides with them. And then other times she'll side with me. But just the fact that they have that freedom of thought. Like, look, just because dad said don't do it. Like, not to say that they disobeyed me intentionally. But I want them to be able to, to, to take information, process it, and say that, wait, I don't necessarily agree with what you're saying, but also be able to convey, like, why. It's not just a, a stomp off or attitude. It's a conversation. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, even if I'm, I deem right, per se, or I get what I asked for this time, you know, you know that we had a conversation so now I understand your point of view better. And I, like, I, I, this is how I, I want to manage the relationship, you know, with my daughters, where I know a lot of people, a lot of other parents, they may not have that same type of open dialogue and it may be more one way. Um, but I'm just very in tune with, you know, trying to make sure that there's always a dialogue and trying to understand like, why you feel this way? Like, why, why do you feel this way? Why do you want to get mad? if you can't wear this or you know what's what's going on like how does it make you feel if you do get your way here and I think that that has helped me understand them a lot better where like I really have to raise my voice and I feel that you know they want to be around me like I've known some kids and you know I've been around certain households where like the kids and the parents like it's almost like the cold war yeah um, yeah, because yeah. it's like it's you, you as a parent, you don't want to kill the voice, and it, and it's it's and sometimes your love for them and your guidance for them is smothering. You're not nurturing. What you're doing is that you're smothering who they are. Like like I want my kids to hear my voice. That's very important to me. Yeah, but I also want them to hear their voice, and their voice. I want them to hear their voice more than my voice. Yeah, I want my voice to be the maybe the confirmation to their voice. I don't want them to do things according to what dad. What would dad do? No, no. What do you What do you know to do? Mm-hmm. What's the wise thing to do? What are you telling you? Yeah. And then you can hear my voice from a past situation. Like you know what? That's a good. That's a good choice. Yeah. Like 
we have to develop. Fatherhood is about developing. How can I develop you as a as a young man, as a young woman, not just raise you up, not just get you to 18, right. not just, no, no, how can I develop you? How can I help you develop and, and, and not skip the stages yeah. and, and, and still help you find who you are? Because ultimately, whether you are, you're, everyone is someone's child. Mm-hmm. And we're just trying to find out who we are. We're just trying to find who we are. And so how can I help you find out who you are and what your purpose is on this planet? I'm here to serve you. I'm here to invest in you. I'm not here to, I'm not here to kill your, your, your energy. And so we got to be very cognizant and mindful of that as parents. Like it's okay. They're going to make mistakes. They'll pick themselves up. We'll help pick them up, but mistakes are going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Figure it out. One of the things, too, a, a question, and it's something that I, I ask myself internally, right? Being a leader, you know, both you and I, you know, we, we're not just, you know, the name of our um, company isn't just about, you know, the power leadership movement. Like we've both been leaders, you know, in our own lives and in multiple platforms and capacities. Does that challenge you differently as a father? Whereas your leadership characteristics and your accomplishments kind of like murk you up being like just a dad. And you know that your your legacy is going to be a challenge for your kids. Like, does that ever, you know, cross your mind to say that, you know, what you're building and who you've become becomes you know i guess their their burden you know i I want them i want to to prepare a place for them to to be happy about my success because my success is their success right but also that same place of of happiness they may have for me i also want them to know that they can exist in that same place and create their own place or walk in walk in some things i walked in as a father I'm here to make the road a bit smoother for you. Yeah. You shouldn't have to blaze every trail. If I'm doing my job as a father, I am, I'm pulling in resources. I'm showing you some paths along the way. Maybe you'll go down the road. Maybe you won't, but I at least expose you to it. Right. And so my goal and my, my wish for my kids is that they are comfortable within self that they are comfortable within who they are, that, that though I am trying to do some great things on this planet, though though I consider myself like I'm a great individual, mm-hmm. they are too. And though I may enjoy speaking and leading and helping people, and 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 these are my skills and my and my passions and my pursuits. You may try something totally different, but you know what? We're both leaders. Yeah, we're both leaders. Leadership is just within who we are. We may have different vehicles. Right. But leadership is just in you, and I, and I see it so early. I see it early, Kevin. Like I see it within, within my daughter. My daughter is very dynamic. She can lead a group. She can be in the midst of, um, in the midst of a classroom, and people gravitate toward her. She doesn't even know it, but she's she's setting the tone and the temperature. Right. And that's that's leadership. My son would do it differently. He's not he's not going to go into a classroom and 
and change the environment. Yeah. But he'll do more one-on-one leading and 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 show it with his emotions and with his compassion and 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 saying things like, yo, I love you and 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 thank you. And right. and so it's just different sort of areas of leadership that is unique to them. Yeah. And I want to encourage them to walk in that light. Yeah, that, that, that that's that's confidence that you have them to be themselves is great. I know a lot of times um, when you talk to other parents or just observing parents, um, parents complicate things like a lot, especially dads, you know? Yeah. Because a lot of us, we, we, we process things in our minds a little differently as men. And we overcomplicate what the children are really looking for. Like, I know before, and I was a victim of this, you know, I thought trying to be like you, being dad of the year, you know, dad of the century. But, you know, if I'm just, like, available for my daughters, that's enough for them. If yep. I'm not, you know, because, you know, I have a lot going on between work and, and business ventures and things like that. But, you know, if I'm available to play cards with them, they're happy. If I'm available to, you know, watch a movie with them, even if I may, you know, fall asleep on a movie, they're happy. Yep. If we can bake cookies together, they're happy. You know, pop popcorn, you know, watch the movie, play cards, you know, bake some cookies. Like, that's, like, heavenly for them. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I don't have to go and, you know, try to spend, you know, $2,000 on, you know, a weekend getaway. They, they'll be happy with playing catch with me outside the house and then coming inside and cooking dinner and, you know, doing the movie night and the game night together. Like, that's a blast for them. And I think a lot of a lot of dads kind of miss that because they they get engulfed in thinking that being a dad is like a financial supportive yeah. matter versus the emotional and the spiritual part of it. Yeah, we almost have to sort of change perspective on what fatherhood is, and I, I think you you hit the nail right on the head where fatherhood for. You know, not only I still think some of it is still within our generation, but definitely the generations that that came before us. Yeah. Fatherhood was you bring home the paycheck. That's mm-hmm. your major investment. Yeah. Um, um, it, your 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 worth was in your paycheck. But we're sort of changing the perspective and changing the sort of outlook on fatherhood and saying that, you know what, my my. I bring home a paycheck, but my but my true worth is how I invest in you. Yep. This paycheck can come and go. We could lose jobs. I mean, we're in a pandemic in which a lot of people in this nation are unemployed. Mm. The jobs can go, but but my role as a father, I'm not going anywhere yeah. because I am rooted in investing in you. And and we have to see like that fatherhood is is more about the purpose of being a father and less about the job position. You know, which do you which do you value more, your job position or your life purpose? And yeah. so um I like what you said like you are you're doing the simple things, the things that that some people may overlook. But it's investment. It, it's it's waking up in the morning when they're young, when they're newborns and changing the diaper or rocking them to sleep or or buying um, for my daughter, like taking her shopping and picking out cute clothes that she likes. Yeah. 
or um, it's those moments that they'll always remember. They won't remember the paycheck. Not at all. But they will always remember when you invested. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know my, my older brother, um, you know, I've, I've done things like take her on a date where I've actually like left the house, come back, you know, brought flowers for her, you know, knocked on the door. So made it like I'm actually taking her out, took her to a restaurant. We actually dressed up a little bit, you know, let her pick what she wanted. And, you know, it, it was cool. And, you know, my younger daughter, we implemented, you know, a similar process where there were certain nights of the week where it was just her and I, and we would go out and, you know, it was just, what do you want to do? And this is just, you know, little bonding moments where it's not, um, you know, there's no disciplinary things. Like we have conversation. So within the realm of the conversation, you know, wherever it goes, I use my, my, my teachable moments when, they, when things come up, but I almost make sure that I'm not judging where I'm just listening and, and understanding, you know, their perspectives. And even at a, as my four-year-old, she has a perspective on life and how things go. And like a lot of times I'm amazed where, you know, she picks up on stuff and I'm like, oh, Okay, I didn't I didn't realize that you you knew that that was going on. Yeah. And you know, so you got to be conscious of that. So, you know, children, I think, you know, in, in all in all, all I can say is that they they're a wonderful blessing. And you know, I, I I savor and I really value, you know, the opportunity that I have, you know, to spend time and just to be able to be in the presence, you know, of my daughters. Like it, it is uh, it's a gift that you know I can't you know explain and then you know with Father's Day you know basically being right around the corner um, I always tell them like there's nothing that you guys really have to get me because you guys being yourselves that's more than enough of a gift yep. that any dad could ask because you you know I have two wonderful kids and I mean you know my children and you have two wonderful children too so it's like I don't need, you know, a card to tell me that, you know, you think I'm wonderful. Like, you know, just just being around and being who you guys are, that's way more rewarding and way more fulfilling than anything. Yeah, I, I'm still amazed. Like, I'm still amazed I'm a father. And my kids are nine and seven. And when I see them, I'm like, oh, snap. It, it's, right. it's, you're something that I created. Like, what, what is this? mind-blowing to it yeah, yeah it's mind-blowing. mind-blowing like this is my responsibility you're part of my legacy yeah and sometimes it can be overwhelming because it's like i know i'm going to screw some of this up mm-hmm. and and i know that there's some things that i'm going to hurt you yeah but i want you to know that i love you yeah come and love. every night every night my 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 kids and i every night i give them a kiss mm-hmm. i tuck them in and I tell them I love you. I, I, I may have screwed up today, but I love you, and I apologize, and I love you. We may have had a great day today, yeah. and I love you, and I appreciate the time I spent with you. Yeah. At the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, at the middle of the day, yeah. I love you, yeah. and um, and they need to know that. Like I love you because you are you. I don't love you because of what you do. I don't love you because you're you're smart, because you're you're pretty, because you're Nah, man, I love you because you were just you, man, and, and that's what—that's what fatherhood is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I agree. Like the essence of love, like that to me is love in its almost, you know, purest fashion. And you know, it's nothing. It's hard to even put words to it. But you know, if anything, like in it from a summarizing standpoint, the key thing is, you know, just just allow that relationship to develop. You know, don't put too much or too much pressure on yourself to be perfect. Just love them, and they'll show you how they need to be loved. Yep. And, and the children, you know, they're they're going to embody. I mean, the only thing that I will say is for those that are are dads or preparing to be dads, or you know, are in a situation where maybe their their situation is fractured with their children. Go back to the basics. Yep. You know, make the decision to be a dad first of all. Um, then, you know, organize the environment around you so that you can enable yourself to be, you know, a, a, a quote unquote good dad. Because that I say quote unquote because that's a loose term because you only have to be good to your target audience, which would be your child. And as you organize your environment and you, and you commit to doing what you're going to do, um, you know, stay with it and, and open yourself up for, for critiquing, for dialogue, and then make sure that you have moments of reflection and, you know, accept the moments of vulnerability. Yeah. And just realize that, that that's all a part of life. You can laugh with your children. You can cry with your children. You can, you can be angry with your children, but then you can also build, and that can be all in one day. But that's the beauty of, you know, having, having children. So, you know, I have two, I've been blessed with two, and, you know, highly anticipating, you know, when, you know, that, that my son will be here, you know, sometime in the month of July. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the, uh, the words I remember are, you know, from ESPN, Herm Edwards, you know, Coach Herm Edwards said, your best ability, your best ability is your availability. Mm-hmm. And you have to be emotionally present for your children. You have to be present for your children. If you're not, if you're not there, if you do have that fractured relationship, if you do have, you can change that up. You just got to make the choice. And the choice is now, if you're that father that is, that is there, continue to be there. Yeah. Because they're going to need you and you're going to need them. That's part of being in a relationship. And so, um, yeah, don't stop. Like, man, all, um, all of the fathers, man, whether you are a grandfather, whether you are a father, whether you are soon to be father, happy Father's yeah. Day. And, and this is a day in which we honor the men out there. Definitely. Who yes. are fathers who are striving to be great fathers who are are pushing their lives and and, and creating an environment, organizing an environment to produce greatness, not only in their lives, but also in the lives of their children and their families. So uh, we here at the Power uh, Leadership Movement podcast, like we we support you. We're here for you. We love you. We love you as men. And so, um, Thank you for tuning in this episode. We'll check y'all next week. We're always growing. We're leading. We're fathers. Yes. All right. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Be well.